Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! 
Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, well, Elisha did a uh, anoint and dash. Well, actually, he had one of the members of the prophets. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's It right. wasn't him specifically. Well, okay, one of the prophets did an anoint and dash. Right, like a drive-by anointing. Yeah, right. And then uh, King got tossed in a field dead, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then Jezebel got tossed out of a window and dogs ate her. Yeah. So, yeah. good times. Good, good stuff. Times. Yeah, yeah. That was a really great quality, chapter. Quality things. Definitely one for the books. Right. <laughs> I mean, it made it into the Bible, so there's the book for you. Oh, my. All right. Uh, so that was Second Kings chapter 9, Correct. and today we're getting into... Second Kings chapter 10. All right, let's do this. Okie dokie. Hey, wife, do you like coffee in the morning? I sure do, husband. Morning, noon, night, which reminds me, I need to add that to our grocery list because we're running low. Wait, before you do that, check out the website ungodlybrew.com where you can purchase a pound of your favorite flavor of coffee. What if I want more than one pound? Either order a larger amount or better yet, get 10% off by setting up a subscription for every two weeks or a month or whatever works for you. Did you set up something special for our listeners? You know I did. Exclusive for our listeners, get an additional 10% off subscriptions by entering the code SACRILEGIOUSCOFFEE at checkout. That's a hellishly good deal. Ungodly Brew is hellishly good coffee. Okay, Second Kings chapter 10. Okay. Ahab, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Ready? Call me Ishmael. There you go. There you go. We couldn't let that one slide. I mean, it starts out with Ahab. <laughs> Had 70 sons. 70. That's a lot of fucking kids, but it's that's, not that's a thousand just, kids. And that's just his sons. Yeah. They don't, they don't actually count the daughters. Yeah, that's true. There could have been like 80 or 90 of them. Yeah, that's you true. Know? Seventy sons living in the city of Samaria. Okay. So Jehu wrote letters and sent them to Samaria to the elders and officials of the city. Because half of them are his sons. And to the guardians of King Ahab's sons. Okay. He said, the king's sons are with you and you have at your disposal chariots, horses, a fortified city and weapons. As soon as you receive this letter... Select the best qualified of your master's sons to be your king and prepare to fight for Ahab's dynasty. Um, what? What? So he's just like, get your get your guys yourself a king, mm-hmm. so then I'm going to come fight you. Yeah. Is that basically it? That's what it sounds like. That's weird. But Why then, don't you just go over and fight them? Right? Like, maybe they're less don't prepared. Give them, like, don't yeah. give them a heads up, stupid. Because he wants a fair fight, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Honor and whatever. Right. But they were paralyzed with fear and said... We've seen that two kings couldn't stand against this man. What can we do? Yeah. I mean, even with heads up. Yeah, screw it. (laughs) Yeah. So the palace and city administrators, together with the elders and the guardians of the king's sons, sent this message to Jehu. Mm -hmm. Okay, before I read this, what do we think is going to happen? I think that they're going to, I don't know. I think that I think that they're gonna be like we give gonna, up, you yeah, win. Please yeah. don't fight us. You're master. You're right, the king. Yeah, you're yeah, the yeah. best. Yeah, that's what I would have guessed. That's that's my guess. Right. Okay. Here's what it says. Okay. We are your servants. There we go. And we'll do anything you tell us. We will not make anyone king. Do whatever you think is best. But he did tell them to make someone king. So mm-hmm, he's, mm-hmm. they're not doing whatever they tell him. Whatever he tells them. Right. So. Jehu responded with a second letter. If you are on my side and are going to obey me, bring the heads of your master's sons to me at Jezreel, 
by this time tomorrow. Damn, they got to kill all 70 of his sons, huh? Yeah. Damn. That's hardcore. So either make one of them king or bring me all of their heads. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, I'd have to say I'd still probably bring the the heads to them. I, I just don't know how I feel about this. Gotcha. Now, the 70 sons of the king were being cared for by the leaders of Samaria, where they had been raised since childhood. Okay. When the letter arrived, the leaders killed all 70 there you go, of see? the king's sons. I mean, Damn. <laughs> they, they obviously didn't Throw them out the window. They're like, fuck it. <laughs> They're dead. Yep. They placed their heads in baskets. I wonder, like, <laughs> like baskets from Michael's or, like, Easter baskets or, like, those Longaburger expensive baskets. Right. Was there, like, the fake grass in them and stuff? And I don't know. I thought no. they were just the ones that came with cushiony. The, the cushiony bag things inside there them. There you go. There yeah. You go. They placed their heads in baskets and presented them to Jehu at Jezreel. Mm. That's hardcore. Yeah. A messenger went to Jehu and said... They have brought the heads of the king's sons. Yeah, they did. Okay. So Jehu ordered, pile them up in heaps at the entrance of the city gate and leave them there until morning. Okay. That's nasty. He's but like, like, to what end? Like, they're just going to rot, you know? To scare people and to show. I guess. To show everybody, look what, look what I, I did. I didn't even have to fight what I, I got had 70 done. heads. Yeah. It's... To serve as an example and a deterrent. Right, right. In the morning, he went out and spoke to the crowd that had gathered around them. (laughs) You are not to blame, he told them. I am the one who conspired against my master and killed him. But who killed all these? You can be sure that the message of the Lord that was spoken concerning Ahab's family will not fail. The Lord declared through his servant Elijah that this would happen. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Then Jehu killed all who were left of Ahab's relatives living in Jezreel and all his important officials, his personal friends, and his priests. He's like, what? I'm just completing the prophecy here. Yeah, I'm just murdering. Whatever. So Ahab was left without a single survivor. And there's no one that gives a shit because none of them survived. (laughs) So (laughs) what does it matter? Exactly. Then Jehu set out for Samaria along the way. When he was at Beth Ekid of the shepherds, okay, he met some relatives of King Ahaziah of Judah. Who you? He asked them. <laughs> and they replied, we are relatives of King Ahaziah. We are going to visit the sons of King Ahab oh, no. and the sons of the queen mother. I don't think you're going to make it, guys. Ooh, take them alive, Jehu shouted to his men. <laughs> <laughs> and they captured all 42 of them. Wow. 42, 42 huh? yeah. And killed them yep. at the well of Beth Ekid. There we go. None of them escaped. None. Damn. This guy's for real. Yeah. I don't I don't approve. That's no. a lot of murder. And they can't all be bad, you know? Right? Right. They're like, what? We just said we were going to visit some guys and now you're trying to kill us. Right. Jesus. When Jehu left there, he met Jehanabat Dab. Oh, hold on. Jehanadab, son of Rechab, who was coming to meet him. After they had greeted each other, Jehu said to him, Are you as loyal to me as I am to you? Yes, I am, Jehanadab replied. That was the correct answer. That was, yeah. If someone asks, (laughs) if you're a god, you say yes. If you are, Jehu said, then give me your hand. Oh, Oh, this does not bode well. This guy's fucked up. Yeah. I think he just likes killing people and chopping things off. Yeah. 
So Jehonadab put out his hand and Jehu helped him up into the chariot. Then Jehu said, now come with me and see how devoted I am to the Lord. Oh. Oh. I thought he was going to chop off his fucking Right? Hand. That's like, what they led us to believe. Rage, Give yeah. me your hand. Right? Ooh. So Jehonadab rode along with him. When Jehu arrived in Samaria, he killed everyone who was left there from Ahab's family, <laughs> just as the Lord had promised through Elijah. Wow. Okay. Wow. Damn. That is so much murder and blood. Yeah. Then Jehu called a meeting of all the people of the city and said to them, Ahab's worship of Baal was nothing compared to the way I will worship him. Therefore, summon all the prophets and worshipers of Baal and call together all his priests. And he's like, he's like, you think other people went against God? Watch me. Hold, Hold my, my beer. beer. Challenge accepted. Right. See to it that every one of them comes, for I'm going to offer a great sacrifice to Baal. But at the same time, though, I got to say, he was holding up God's prophecy mm-hmm. as something that he was proud to complete. I'm not sure this is going the way you think it's going to go. Okay. All right. Anyone who fails to come will be put to death. But Jehu's cunning plan was to destroy all the worshipers of Baal. See? Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah, okay. he's pretending it's a barley party, okay. and instead it's a murder party. <laughs> wow. He just likes murdering people. Yeah. But he's getting rid of all the pagans. I guess. That's one way to do it. Then Jehu ordered, prepare a solemn assembly to worship Baal. So they did. He sent messengers throughout all Israel, summoning those who worship Baal. I think this is a little unfair. Mm-hmm. The dude just got done chopping heads off of, like, everybody. Mm-hmm. And he's he is inviting them to this thing yeah. and saying, if you don't come, I'm going to kill you. Right. Why shouldn't they believe that? It's true. It's true. I'm just saying, like, that's, that's kind of bullshit. That's entrapment. Right. Of the worst kind. Because yeah. they're like, I don't really care about one god over another. I'm right. just trying just to grow my die, crops. guy. Yeah. They, ca- they all came. Not a single one remained behind. And they filled the temple of Baal from one end to the other. Mm. And Jehu instructed the keeper of the wardrobe, be sure that every worshiper of Baal wears one of these robes. Is he going to like, poison them or something? He's going to put them all on fire, I think. Oh. So robes were given to them. Then Jehu, I bet they're like super flammable robes. Right, right. And he's going to set them all on fire. Yeah. And that's the sacrifice he's saying he was going to give to Baal. Wow. What you want to bet? We'll see. Then Jehu went into the temple of Baal with Jehonadab, son of Rechab. Jehu said to the worshipers of Baal, make sure no one who worships the Lord is here. Only those who worship Baal. So they were all inside the temple to offer sacrifices and burnt offerings. Now Jehu had stationed 80 of his men outside the building and had warned them, if you let anyone escape, you motherfuckers, you will pay for it with your own goddamn life. I I fully believe that. Yeah. That is fucking crazy. He's cuckoo beans. As soon as Jehu had finished sacrificing the burnt offering, he commanded his guards and officers, go in and kill them all. Wow. Don't let a single one escape. Wow. Damn. So they killed them all with their swords, and the guards and officers dragged their bodies outside. Then Jehu's men went into the innermost fortress of the Temple of Baal. They dragged out the sacred pillar used in the worship of Baal and burned it. They smashed the sacred pillar 
and wrecked the temple of Baal, converting it into a public toilet as it <laughs> remains to this day. Well, shit on your god. <laughs> Damn. That is so... It remains it to this day. To this, this day. day yeah. That is so rude, but funny. <laughs> In this way, Jehu destroyed every trace of Baal worship from Israel. Do you believe that? No. I don't either. I think he destroyed a lot of it, but I, I bet, think... I bet we hear about it again. I think it went underground. That's yeah, what I think. Yeah, right. He did not, however... Destroy the golden calves at Bethel and Dan, hmm. with which Jeroboam, son of Nebat, had caused Israel to sin. But we talked about that in one of our... Um, right, yeah, they could be seen as a way of worshiping Yahweh back then. Right. In, in, a, was, in a different way. But yeah, it, it was a it, confusing, it was, nobody knew what was what. Right, right. Because God wasn't exactly in touch. Right, yeah. Nonetheless, the Lord said to Jehu, you have done well in following my instructions to destroy the family of Ahab. Therefore, your descendants will be kings of Israel down to the fourth generation. Okay. okay. All right. But dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Jehu did not obey the law of the Lord, the God of Israel, with all his heart. He refused to turn from the sins that Jeroboam had led Israel oh to my commit. God. Seriously? Like, what the... Like, he you know did what? all okay. that murder for right. nothing? You know what? No, look, I can believe it. I think this guy just liked fucking murdering. Yeah. Like, I think he was just like... Yeah. He just loved murder. Yeah, he, he was, was like, just looking for an excuse. heads off and stuff, yeah. you know? At about that time, the Lord began to cut down the size of Israel's territory. King Hazael conquered several sections of the country east of the Jordan River, including all of Gilead, Gad, Reuben, and Manasseh. And those are those the eastern tribes taking them taking them down. East side, babe. East side gang, yeah. Yep. He conquered the area from the town of Aurora by the Arnon Gorge to as far north as Gilead and Bashan. The rest of the events in Jehu's reign, everything he did and all his achievements are recorded in the King Chronicle thingy. Yeah, that one missing book. Yeah, that. When Jehu died, he was buried in Samaria. Then his son Jehoahaz. Jehoahaz, huh? I guess. I don't know. What does Jehoahaz? He has hamburger. Hmm. That guy became the next king. In all, Jehu reigned over Israel from Samaria for 28 years. The end. So, like, he, again, another bad ruler, didn't follow the ways of God. Right. 28 years and killed all kinds of motherfuckers. A fuck ton of people. Like, God damn. Yeah. That... And maybe it was in God's name and God wanted it done. Maybe. But, but like, there wasn't really any direct talking going on that I could tell. No. He was just like, I am going to kill him. Yeah. And it's fulfilling a prophecy. So, double bonus points for me. Right. But maybe not because God still doesn't like it. Maybe because that's what it said at the end of that chapter. Right. (laughs) Like, I don't don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. Like, sometimes. They're good by not murdering. Other times they're good by doing murder. Right. And yeah. I mean, it, there's no, like, rhyme or reason to what God is backing, what he's not backing. Like, and one day he could, I, whatever. I know. It's, it's true. It's so ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It's all, it, it's all ridiculous. It's tiresome, honestly. It really is, really. I don't, I just don't, I don't understand the point of all this. Like, right. yep, there's another king and he killed some more people. Okay, great. Let's move on to the next one. The next king and then we're going to find out what kind of good and bad they did. Right. Like, what does this really have to do? Like, what relevancy does this have to God? 
it uh, it just doesn't seem like there's any relevancy here. It doesn't. Okay. In my opinion, I don't know. I, I mean, not that I give a shit, really, but like, I uh, other than we're reading the Bible to find out about God, you know, like we're right. trying to find out what the fuck is what this? The, what is this thing that people worship? I'm like, there's this. They're not even talking about him. They're like, yeah. oh yeah, he wanted us to kill these people, and then they kill him. I'm like, that's not really telling me shit. Yeah, this is not convincing me. Moreover, he still sounds like a dick if he is telling you to do this shit. Yeah, agreed. So, whatever. Totally agreed. All right. Well, anyway, that was 2 Kings chapter 10. Sure as fuck was. And today's Friday. It is. So, tomorrow we'll be back with... Saturday Q&A. That's right. And then on Sunday we'll be doing... Sacrilegious Book Club. And our weekly wrap-up. Yep. And then we'll be back on Monday with... Second Kings chapter 11. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Hey, wife. I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh, my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.